You're listening to episode 17 of Weight Coach with Joanne Philomena from Joanne the Life Coach. Last week, I started my morning on a free session and I got to experience her shock when she could see right through what was making her feel bad and discover how that changed everything for her. I just love that I get to share in that moment for people. For widows that I coach, this can mean the difference between staying stuck in emotional pain or being able to move forward in their life. For weight issues, it can show you exactly what you're thinking is creating your overeating. And we can do that on a 30-minute phone call, really. Um, It will only be one thing, but you're going to get a result right on that free phone call and a piece of actionable advice that you can apply in your life right now. And you can find out a little more what it's like to be weight coached. I can see if you're a good fit for coaching. I mean, it might be for you. It might not be for you. Um, But I can tell you coaching has really changed my entire life. So if you're ready for a little of that, schedule a free mini session with me at TalkToJoanne.com. This morning, I am doing the first 30-day drawing. Um, I had said that after the first 30 days of doing free transformations, I would draw a name from those who scheduled mini sessions with me. And um, I'm going to give away a free $100 Amazon gift card. How cool is that? So we're doing it live on this podcast right now. I'm putting my name in. What have I got? I have Brecklin Farron. Yay, Brecklin. You are getting a $100 Amazon gift card. Get yourself something nice, girl. (laughs) I want you to get something nice. Watch your email, Brecklin, because that gift card is going to come to you in your email directly from Amazon. Okay, and congratulations. Oh, this is so fun. I just want to do this every month. (laughs) So, on to our episode this morning. Why do you want to get control of your eating and stop overeating? Of course, there's the whole body image thing, but there's also an element, for me, of feeling out of control. I don't like the feeling that I cannot stop myself. The desire to go eat something is so strong that I have to respond and I feel like I can't control it. Where does that come from? It comes from the programmed part of our brain that is often referred to as the animal brain. We have that basic animal brain and all of its natural instincts and programming. It's like the zombies on The Walking Dead who have died, but their animal brain and their brain stem resurrects, and it drives them to wander around like their bodies are decomposing, but they're still propelled by their animal instinct to eat living prey. Okay, I know, sick, I'll stop. I love that show, though. <laughs> but it's a sick and twisted analogy for sure. But you get the picture. That's kind of how I feel when it's, you know, I am suddenly just so compulsed to go into the kitchen and snack on something. Fortunately, we also have our human brain, the big brain that makes decisions and can weigh things out. It thinks long term. It's like that upper part of the brain in your skull. It's the part of our brain that can know that we value 
something more. This part of the brain knows we value more than anything to get our body healthier and drop some pounds. It would make a very non-committal decision about what we eat and when to stop in order to support that goal. Except that the little animal brain that we've trained so well instinctively desires more of what tastes good. When it prompts us to eat a cookie, we get a nice little hit of dopamine in our brain reward center. Whoa, (laughs) exciting. The animal brain is happy and it reinforces the desire so that we'll do it again and again. And it gets that nice little reward again and again. We train it so well that it begins to override our human brain, the higher part of our brain, and it cuts it right out of the decision-making process. This is where that out-of-control feeling comes from, like we're not able to control ourselves at all. It's because we're completely succumbing to the processing in our lower brain, the habit in there. Our human brain is not even in the loop of that decision process at all. And it begins to make all those self-judgments. Like we're a bad girl for giving in and eating, when in reality it's all a matter of our basic animal brain programming. So we need to not only find our meta skill for tapping into being neutral about the decision, which I talked about last week, we need to reprogram our animal brain. How do we do that? How do we retrain that lower immediate brain? If you resist that immediate gratification brain, you start to feel really anxious about it because that animal brain is really powerful and it can win out over your higher human consciousness. The long pathway in your animal brain says, yeah, eat the sugar, get the reward. The food creates the desire and the food gratifies the desire. The entire action intensifies the desire. That's why I so often equate this to smoking. People don't want to quit smoking because they don't want to deal with the withdrawal. But as long as they continue to smoke, they're in a constant state of withdrawal. Every time they put out a cigarette, the nicotine in the bloodstream starts to drop. And finally, it gets so low, they start to get edgy, they get that yearning, they light up another cigarette. It's it's a cycle of withdrawal that keeps them smoking. It's the same cycle we have with food. The food makes us want to overeat, and the only thing that seems to gratify that desire is to overeat more of the food, and then we want more of that food, more food. So the food is making us crave it, and the food is satisfying the craving. It's increasing the desire, so we desire it even more. If you fight against the desire with willpower, it only works for just so long. Willpower depletes. It's not an unlimited resource. I didn't know that before. I learned that through studying neuroscience. Willpower is in our executive functioning system in the front of our brain. We use that executive function for a lot of things in our life. You use your executive function to focus on your job, to focus on your kids and what you're doing with your kids. 
So if you are turning that executive function over to fighting against desires for food, you're really depleting that willpower supply and you're taking it away, away from your job, away from your kids, away from your spouse. You're like putting all of that executive function ability towards trying to stay on a diet if you're dieting. It just, and eventually it runs out. Willpower runs out. You're trying to resist the desire to overeat and you finally do cave in because willpower depletes. And you again, you, you make a stronger urge built into the animal brain. Willpower depletes. This is why if you have gone on a diet program and you're really in the groove with this, okay, you're doing great, you're losing weight, you can willpower your way through it, but then something happens in your life. Some crisis comes up in your life and it totally throws you off track. Why? Why would that throw you off track from the diet plan you've been eating on? Well, I'll tell you why. All of a sudden, there is something in your life that is so much more important that you need to use your executive function to deal with and you pull it away from the diet. And there's no way that diet's going to work without you white knuckling it with all the willpower you have. So as soon as you pull some of that willpower away, the diet goes into the toilet. When you do cave in, you make the urge stronger again in the animal brain. This is how you've trained your lower brain to desire to keep eating when you're not hungry anymore. The fact is you, you've trained your lower brain and that means you can retrain it. The feeling of desire itself is not going to hurt you in any way. It's just a feeling. That's just an emotion. It's okay to desire things. The problem is when we cave into the desires that are counter to what it is we really want. Okay, we have a longer term goal, even if it's just to weigh one pound less by the end of the week. That's a longer term goal than the animal brain can deal with. The animal brain has no long term thinking at all. It only knows right now. So if you need to break out of this disagreement between your lower animal brain and your upper human brain that would like to go for a higher goal, you need to create small food temptations and be able to walk away from them without judgment. Doing that over and over while diffusing the anxiety you've associated with going against your lower brain will retrain it to unlearn that overwhelming desire to keep eating even when you're no longer hungry. Have you seen people who always leave a bite or two of food on their plate? I learned to do this to break away from the notion that I have to have a clean plate. I no longer feel that I have to do it all the time, but I still often will leave a little food on my plate. When I realize the last few bites aren't necessarily appealing and I can reinforce the fact that I don't always have to clean the plate if I just don't eat them. And it break that broke that cycle in my lower animal brain. You can do the same. You can retrain the lower brain from thinking you have to eat every bite on your plate. Acknowledge that the cookies in the kitchen are creating the feeling of desire. 
and only the cookies in the kitchen can relieve the desire and it's a constant loop it's like being a smoker the food item creates the desire and you must have it to overcome the desire cigarettes create the addiction and you must smoke to feel like you're not addicted or going through withdrawal trying to not feel the desire is only going to make the desire stronger how about you just experience the desire without giving into it? How about if it's okay to feel the desire? The feeling of desire will eventually begin to diminish. Be aware giving in to overeating may be a way to avoid looking at what is making you unhappy in your life. And as long as you're giving in to the desire to eat all the time, you don't have to acknowledge what it is in your life that needs to be changed. Change is scary. It's uncomfortable. Facing a fact that we even have things in our life that are making us unhappy is huge. And yeah, it can be really hard. It's a choice you need to make. Continue on in a life that's not happy by overeating your way through it so you keep yourself anesthetized to the fact or step back and face the reality of your life and any changes you might need to make for your own happiness. When you stop overeating, other issues become very apparent. Be ready for that. But that's also the most rewarding task to take on. Not only will you stop overeating and get healthier, you can also begin to see what's been distressing you for such a long time that you've not even been able to face it. And it might even have a fairly easy resolution. That's when we do the big face palm plant, right? It's felt so horrible, seems so unthinkable. But when you faced it and just asked for what you needed, poof, the giant dragon was a tiny lizard. So maybe the overeating that's making you feel out of control has actually been serving you so that you don't have to be in control of your life. In the process of that, you've programmed your animal brain for immediate gratification. And when you find you don't need overeating to make your life happier, and you can begin to allow the desire to be there without giving in and eating more than you need, you get to just show up in your life and have fun because it is who you are. Make a list of reasons that you think you overeat. Then just look at the reasons why you're eating too much or snacking. Are you trying to buffer your life? Decide ahead of time what you want to do and how you want to feel about eating. Use a little bit of that executive function to make a decision about that ahead of time. It reduces the stress. And you get a head start on your animal brain. Decide ahead of time you don't want to eat feeling full and sluggish. Decide ahead of time you just don't want a snack. Start to unlearn the desire to keep eating. Every time you hit a small level of desire to eat that you can consciously walk away from because you've decided that you just don't want to, you retrain the animal brain. The desire to overeat becomes weaker and weaker. The animal brain learns that just because there's a cookie present, you don't necessarily need to eat it. 
there's no strong desire response. How good would that feel? That's how you begin to squelch that constant urge to overeat. It's not always easy, especially if it's making you take a closer look at your life and things in your life that you don't want to acknowledge. You've been putting your head in the sand because it makes you unhappy, so you just eat instead. And when you stop overeating, those things are going to rear up. But face them, that's that's when life really becomes joyful. And like I said, sometimes what you think is this giant flaming dragon that you've been trying to turn your head away from turns out to just be a tiny lizard and not as horrible as you thought it was going to be. Feels good. Feels real good to get beyond that. So the link for a free transformation is going to be included in the show notes. It is as simple as just going to talktojoanne.com. That takes you right into my calendar. And you can schedule a day and time for a phone call or if you want to meet up with me on Skype, just put that in the notes when you make the appointment. Um, if you're outside of the U.S., there are numbers that you can dial in 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 on that are toll free for my conference lines so that you can take advantage of this. I'm also including a link that takes you directly to the reviews in iTunes for Weight Coach. Leave me a review in iTunes. Reviews are what help my podcast move up in the iTunes system so people can find me. I do this for free. So please click on the link and then click on leave a review. I love to see the reviews. Take a few minutes and do it, okay? And I will talk to you next week. <music>